0: Is not that cold and if you take my hand i'll walk with you to georgia hello everyone and welcome back to country with celine i'm your host celine Tremarki, and on today's show we welcome canadian country singer adam
1: cousins
0: how are you doing today?
1: Wonderful, Celine, how are you doing?
0: I'm doing great, thanks for asking. Okay, so let's get to know you a little bit more. Where did you grow up?
1: Uh, I grew up in a little town of Brussels, Ontario. Uh, Originally, born and raised there until I was uh, probably in my 20s and then I moved out, but uh, born and raised and it was about 800 people when I grew up. Uh, Very small town, country living, uh, blue collar town and and all you did was work on a farm or get the heck out of get the heck out of there so that 's kind of what I did, but uh, it was a great little town and, and I still visit there very often because my parents are still there, obviously um, but yeah
0: so when you said you got the heck out of there, was that because you wanted to pursue a country music career or was it something you just wanted to actually leave, and maybe you decided to take up something else and then came to country music
1: uh so i Wanted country music ever since I can remember uh, like grade maybe grade five I picked up a guitar and and you know fell in love with it and, and started my Guitar lessons and all that stuff and I knew that this was something that I wanted to do and so my parents being the uh, How do you say? The, the real world thinkers, I guess, uh, made me have a backup plan. And so I went to school for electrical engineering technician. Um, went to school for two years up in Barrie, moved out and uh, kind of got to see the world a little bit and, and uh, you know spread my wings as it were. Uh, then I, I moved back home for a little bit just to find some work and, and whatnot. And then I ended up moving to London the past six years.
0: Okay. So, I mean, your parents aren't wrong when it comes to that. I mean, they're, they're re- they bring you back to earth sometimes because I mean, like when we're young, we have dreams of doing, and I'm not degrading it. I'm not saying that someone can't be an astronaut. if They want to be an astronaut, but there's some certain things where our family want to want the best for us. Right. And they Absolutely. want to bring us back down and stuff. And it's good to have a backup plan, but sometimes when you know what you want to do, you don't necessarily need the backup plan because that's what you're gonna do and you put all your might into it and that's what you go out and achieve. Um, and Absolutely. that's what you're exactly doing too right now. So do you, are you still an, are you an electrician part-time as you do country music?
1: Yeah, I, uh, I am a full-time uh, an electrician. I'm like, waiting to do my license right now. I just actually started a job up in King Curtin at uh, a place called Bruce Power um so I've kind of had that uh backup plan working a little more than I would like um last year I did music full-time for the summer just with COVID and everything it was a little bit of a struggle so I had to go back and find some work and and I know a lot of musicians were feeling the feeling the heat from that but um yeah full-time uh electrician right now and then doing uh, music on the side and constantly making music and and Playing gigs and shows and whatnot. So trying to trying to still make it, as it were.
0: It's funny that you, you say that because that's why it's good to have a backup plan, especially when in times like these, because none of us expected this to happen. And Absolutely. people in the music industry and in the entertainment industry, it hit us hard especially you guys who were wanted to go out and perform no large crowds no this no that restrictions on everything you could only have like five people in your house at some points it was crazy to say the least especially if you were in ontario it was absolutely insane but so what kept you busy um during those two years I mean the
1: the whole gigging and playing shows was like the big thing for me and, and what I was trying to do and, and grow my fan base but That's I was able to get in the studio um, and work start to finish on a full project without having the to worry about the nine to five job and to worry about going to play shows and, and whatever and just put a hundred percent of my heart and soul into the project which I think helped Dramatically in the, the writing aspect of it, just because you were able to write with anybody and you were able to write the best songs and you were able to reach out to more people and then working with my producer Sean Moore, and kind of working through it with him was absolutely incredible and, and was able to get the best product, I think, um, whereas if you you know you're working or mm-hmm. constantly getting, you don't have as much time to, to write and, and you know reach out to certain people, but I think like that. It was a double-edged sword at that time, so I wasn't obviously making money gigging and, and whatever, but I was putting a lot of time and effort into the into the studio, which I think I, I honed my sound of what I wanted to do and, and really got where I wanted to be as an artist in my sound-wise. So now the next step is being able to take that stepping stone and grow into something where I can now play the bigger shows and, and show people what I have and, and have that bigger fan base to be able to. You know play the fairs, play the festivals and and open up for bigger artists and and kind of make that next step. So it was good and bad in in a lot of ways, but yeah, just building a a, a big stepping stone for myself and and my career so.
0: Yeah, those two years were definitely a time for artists to develop their craft and, and get better at what they want to do because they didn't have to worry about that nine to five, like you were saying. They didn't Absolutely. Have to worry about actually going out, doing this, doing that. It was just, I'm home. I'm going to work on something that I truly love. And that's where we saw a lot of people become bakers. Have you not noticed that? Like so many people became bakers during bake,
1: this- Or I mean, like the random... Um, at home, like I'm gonna make T-shirts, I'm gonna make little trinkets, and yeah. all of a sudden it's like there's this massive business you just built, oh. like
0: mm-hmm.
1: out of nowhere, and making you know a lot of money or or at least a, a comfortable income that you can work from home and then still do music or um, yeah, craziness.
0: It, it was really crazy. So when you really look back on those two years, I say two years because I think it was two years or maybe three. I kind of it was like was yeah, yeah, it was something like that. Um It was a blessing in a way as well, because everybody got to pause on their life because we were all go, go, go for so long. And then we kind of got to regroup and figure out ourselves, figure out what we want to actually do with our lives and stuff like that. So in a way, it was a blessing. But now coming up, 2022, this year is finally normal it's like, I'm, please don't jinx that, please don't.
1: <laughs> I was just gonna say, I'm like, whoa, well,
0: hold on. <laughs> I, I realized that after I said it. Um, but so, upcoming show. So before we jump into that, let's just take it back a little bit and chat your latest single that you just released in March called Our Lives. You have such a country voice, and I honestly fell in love with that song. And please take me through the story of that.
1: Well, first of all, thank you. I really appreciate uh, the comments and and it, it it was truly truly a sound where what I was working towards and I think I found that um in our lives and and where I wanted to go as an artist. Um so yeah, the the whole story uh behind it was actually a very simple one to say the least. The the night I wrote so um Owen Rigling, uh him and I have been buddies for a few years now and and you know, we actually grew up probably half an hour away from each other. He was in Mildmay, and I was in uh, Brussels. And so, to to have that same kind of lifestyle and same kind of thought processes and and small town, you know, living in blue collar town, right. um, we were able to get together quick. Right? You know, we only had an hour because we were both uh, going into another session with other people, and and so we sat down. And we're like, okay, you know, where are we wanted to go with this. He brought me a song that was already verse chorus and I instantly fell in love. I was like, this song is killer. It needs to be recorded. Like we need to do something with this. So we went back and forth on some ideas. We kind of weren't a hundred percent sure where we wanted to go with the second verse. And so we actually, um, I kind of went on my own after the the conversation and wrote the whole second verse and we, it blew it out of the park and, and, Owen brought such a, an incredible song and a, and a vocal style that I was looking for. And to be able to do that and then bring it to what it was lyrically was incredible. Um and then to be able to record it with Sean and the session guys, Junior Rigging and Stu Weinberg and, and all the guys at Catherine North and, and it was just an incredible experience. And so the beginning was very simple, but the pro process of like the production wise was super lengthy we were very technical with it we wanted to work out everything in a process so that everything kind of meshed well together that we weren't just be like okay we're going hard on the drums and and guitars but then we got to like put a little salt and pepper mm-hmm. a little fairy dust on top of it um but it was very meticulous but we we wanted it to be as good as possible Boy. and i think we hit the the nail on the head with what we were trying to achieve as a team and and work together It was absolutely incredible love the style love the song and uh then uh of course we did the music video for it uh the music video turned out absolutely amazing breathtaking couldn't have done done a better job with my buddy Derek Lamoureux and uh Fong Tran we we went through the process of okay where's the story going what do we want to do with it and and uh, my, my friends from London, they actually jumped on board as actors in it. <laughs> and uh, Jordan and Andrew, they were, they were incredible actors. And, and we ended up going to another buddy's cottage up in Wyerton, filming the whole thing in two days. Uh, we went up on a Friday, came home on a Sunday morning. And so Saturday was sunshine, beautiful snow, blankets, at, like snow blanket everywhere. Everything was white, cabin perfect picturesque right and so we wake up sunday morning and all of a sudden you get the flip-flop which was a perfect little snow just crystals going down and 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 very quaint and and to have the cabin out in the woods was incredible so we really wanted that story to show and and a a true love story of when we were young and and falling in love first or you know finding your true love Mm
0: -hmm. because
1: everybody does that everybody wants that and so you know to to reach out to the, um, the fans and, and really engage with them on a more personal level where they can, you know, look at the song and fall in love themselves. So it was an incredible experience through the whole way, but I think we put uh, a year's worth of work into it and it definitely shows. So I'm hoping everybody loves it.
0: No, you did a beautiful job. Even I thought it was a beautiful job. And you're an artist. You want everything to be perfect. So you're going to hone in on every little detail and make sure it's to the T of what you want. And the fact that it snowed the next day, hey, everything happens for a reason. So, I mean, there was definitely a reason as to why you guys decided to go up that day and it snowed the next. But a cabin in the woods, I don't know how I feel about that. I don't know if I could ever stay in a cabin in the woods. But it is Highly it is very romantic. I will say that though. It's very romantic, but I mean I've seen lots of horror, horror, horror movies. <laughs> so I don't know. But overall, no, it was it was a really good song and a really good music video. Thank you. And you did find your, your sound, in perfect country uh, type of sound. Now you have two more singles that you're gonna be releasing this year. Yes.
1: I actually just got the uh, the, ma- the mix is back uh, for them both of them this week. Um, they are completely different. All three of the songs we we recorded all three of them at Catherine North and um, same guys, same you know, the whole process was very similar to what we did with our lives. But the sound is a change from song to song. So we wanted to really show myself as an artist and what I can do and what I bring to the table and to be able to um, craft something that would, was, you know, a little bit of rock and roll, a little bit of honky tonk and a little bit of, a uh, you know, breakup, sad,
0: mm-hmm.
1: sad songs, but to be able to reach a little more fans and, and show a part of my life, because that's all the things that I grew up on. I grew up on rock and roll. I grew up on country honky tonks and I, you know, I was going through a breakup at the time, and To be able to show that through all three of these songs is incredible. So the first one we got coming uh, in August is Let It Rip. Absolute honky tonk song. (laughs) Get your feet tapping, crank it up and get dancing because this song is a powerhouse. I think it is going to do incredible. I cannot wait to share it with people. Um, I love the song. I know everybody that hears it loves the song and... uh, we'll see how that one does. We're, we're going to radio with it as well. And and hopefully uh, hopefully it does well there. Um, And then we have another one uh, called in the end, which is a little bit of a a slower breakup song, a lot more Chris Stapleton vibes. Um, But we had the idea, obviously I was going through a breakup at the time and, and to be able to bring those lyrics from my own perspective out and, and have, you know, the, the connection I can with my fans and and share a little bit of myself a little more. Um, but that one's going to be released in October, November. Uh, we're just doing a little digital release and, and kind of rounding out the, uh, the sound through the year. So, and then we're working on another new project that's going to be, uh, starting sometime in July and August for the following year as well. So lots going on.
0: That's an exciting rest of the year for you really busy rest of the year, but we love a good contrast. So, we're gonna, the. you have a sad song, you have a love song, and then you're gonna have a honky tonk song, which I'm sure everybody here in Woodbridge is going to hate me after that releases because I'll be blasting that around here. And you know, Woodbridge is not a country place, let's just say that, no. but we're gonna make it a country place.
1: Absolutely.
0: Um, now, upcoming shows. So you just said you have quite a busy year now. Are we performing anywhere this summer, music festivals, any concerts? What's going on with that? Yeah,
1: absolutely. Uh, I am I am pretty well booked from now until September, uh, which is every weekend there's one or two things going on. There's lots of private events, weddings, uh, little bar gigs and, and shows like that. Um, but the, the major ones we are doing um, is one of them this weekend. We have the Rutabaga Festival uh, in Blythe, which is a little bit of a smaller show, but a uh, big crowd. Lots of small town people come on out for that one. And, um, you know, it's going to be a really good time. And then um, another one we have is uh, Hagersville. Hagersville Rocks is uh, July 23rd. That one I am super excited for. So that one is uh, Aaron Perchette is headlining and Dan Davidson. So opening up for those guys and and Kelsey Kulik and Nicole Ray and, you know, Jess and Tay, absolutely amazing artists that are on that bill. So super excited to play that show. Um, and then obviously we have uh, boot hill jamboree in August long weekend. Um, that's in uh, Chatham, I believe it is. And that one's an incredible, you know, three day show, three day festival that uh, super, super excited to be a part of. So hope to see everyone out there.
0: And now, where can you buy tickets for um, these, festivals, these festivals? These ones
1: uh, you can buy for Haggersville. You can get them online at Haggersville Rocks through my Instagram. Uh, you can just click on some links uh, through that. And then Boot Hill Jamboree, same thing. Uh, we got a couple um, promos that are coming out uh, with all those stuff. And, and uh, you can buy them through their websites and, and uh, yeah, all my That's socials.
0: It's going to be really exciting. And I'm sure people are going to definitely come out to that um but hold up you said weddings you perform at weddings
1: absolutely
0: that's amazing okay how how is that how is that do you like it it's
1: it's a very different uh, very different show so so with with fairs and festivals you can show yourself as an artist and and you know connect with a lot more artists that way but there's nothing like a wedding like there's there's so many people that are just there to party and have a great time and you play the classics you play the honky tonks and, and you know all the bar songs that you, you can think of but um yeah i play ceremonies i play cocktail hours i play receptions i do it all and so yeah i start to finish and, and my guys come out with me my band and, and we all have a blast at them so yes yeah, so play lots of weddings for sure
0: well, everyone, hit up Adam Cousins if you guys have a wedding coming up, absolutely graduation ceremony, anything. There you go. Hit him up. Oh, that's awesome. I think I might use you sometime too. Absolutely. <laughs> um. Now, Adam, before I let you go, I saw this on your Instagram, and those three boys are those are kids. Are they? Adorable. They are
1: not mine. They oh, are not, not my yours. Kids so they are they are my sisters uh so i have uh three incredible nephews as well as a niece that uh that just got born recently and those boys are my heart and soul uh we have kaden who is the oldest who is uh, a crazy wild child that just loves to has so much energy and and is probably one of my biggest fans i kid you not this kid has listened to my songs probably over 5,000 times.
0: Hold up, hold up, hold up. It's because you forced him, didn't you?
1: I didn't do a thing. <laughs> I didn't do a thing. He, he, from whenever he could talk, and every time Uncle Ad came on the, the TV, my music videos or, or Spotify or anything like that, he, Adam's new song, Adam's new song, Adam's okay. new song. And he has listened to everything start to finish. My sister and my brother-in-law, they keep bugging me. They're like, you need to put in new music because, like, we're getting tired of the old ones. They listen to it so often.
0: That's adorable. It's,
1: it's, he is my biggest fan, 100% hands down. Um, and then we, uh, we have Nixon, who's the next one. So he's just starting to figure out that I play guitar and sing. So he's starting to be my, another big fan of mine. And uh, it's all about Adam's new songs and and wants to hear them as well. And uh, those boys are absolutely incredible. I uh, I don't know what I would do without them. And then the third, last but not least, third boy is Mason. So he's just starting to run around. And, and so he was the one that uh, is at the kitchen table when I was playing and he was trying to strum my guitar on Instagram there. Thank you. And uh, yes, they have my heart and soul. And eventually Kaylee will be there. She is uh, the first niece of the family, and she will be uh, hopefully another big fan of mine. So,
0: maybe you're raising, well, you're influencing all country singers. You never know. Absolutely.
1: Them. Well, they they each got uh, they each got a uh, like a a play guitar for Christmas, and they just run around banging on it and, and trying to sing Uncle Ab. So
0: that's how it it's, starts. It's, that's how it starts. Absolutely. Yeah. Well, Adam, you have a very exciting year ahead of you and a very busy summer, which if you guys want to go out to see him perform, go on his website, go on his Instagram. He has the link in his bio and you can go and find tickets and buy tickets to his concerts. I just got a, I just got a, hold on. There we go. I'm going to cut this part out. I just got a a notification saying this this video is going to end. Sorry. It's all
1: good. No, it's all good.
0: Um, but yes, if you guys want to go check him out at the concerts, festivals this season, go on to his website, Adam Cousins Music.
1: AdamCousinsMusic.ca for my website, Facebook at Adam Cousins Music, Instagram at Cousins underscore music. You can find me on TikTok, you can find me on Spotify, Adam Cousins Music on there. You can search Amazon, Apple, YouTube, wherever you get your music, it will be there. Um, all my videos are up on YouTube and Facebook um, it, it really helps us out as an artist if you guys stream play do whatever you can crank it up you know I keep telling people when you go to bed at night just put it on repeat and turn the volume down it uh, it really helps us as artists and it's, it's truly <laughs> incredible oh as well before I forget you can also get it on radio uh, country radio you can get our lives all across Canada um, and Sirius XM 171 picked it up, which was absolutely incredible for that song. So thank you to everyone who has supported and uh, been a part of this journey with me. I can't, uh, can't wait to continue.
0: Adam, I don't even think I need to say anything. I think you did a, a perfect way to end off this interview. You just stole my job from listing all the links. So thank you very much. And Adam, it was a pleasure to talk to you.
1: Thank you, Selena. I appreciate it. And it, uh, the rest of our